Player two, this is player one. Plugging in. Player one is initiating connection. Player one is online. Player one, this is player two. Plugging in. Player two is initiating connection. Player two is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. Tuning in to episode 136 of the Plug and Play podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, minions. This week, we're doing something a little bit different, so bear with us if uh, we have a little bit of audio defect, which hopefully we don't, because Tim and I have. I'm not so worried about the audio defect, I'm just worried I'm going to have um, like, like a bad like posture after this show. Or like a constant buzz in my ear. Yeah, we're trying out some uh, a totally new setup, and we could use some extension cables. Yes, we could. So, uh... Gathering Close. It's going to be an intimate episode of Plug and Play Podcast. Oh, yeah. Tim can hear everything I say. I know, it's, it's if you guys are checking us out at youtube.com forward slash plug and play show, not making eye Tim contact. and I are wearing headphones and we're listening to each other's sensual voices. Tim, What's the opposite of arousal? In any... Discussed, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, what I've been up to this week is what I usually talk yep. about. Let's let's move on. Let's go to that. This is awkward. I think I got something in my eye, Tim. You getting emotional on me? <laughs> well, maybe you're getting emotional because of what I did for you earlier this week. Maybe you did. I, I I got you something pretty cool. And I did something pretty cool. Um, sweet. Um, so one of our favorite brews had a bit of an issue this week. And by issue, I mean comic book issue, because uh, Lewitt Brewing had to change the name of their flagship brew, uh, Shadow Ninja, to uh, Shadow Shinobi, because apparently some dickheads back east have some beer with ninja in the name. A pale, like a ninja pale ale or something I, I never like did figure out what beer it was or what brewer. No, neither did I, but once I figured out, I would troll the shit out of them. Maybe we'll get Michael to buy some of them. Oh, yeah. They sent it up to us. We'll so anyway, whatever brewery sent the cease and desist to this little independent brewery here in Vancouver, Washington, Lewitt Brewing, said, quit saying ninja. Yeah. You know, we you- own the word ninja and beer. Yeah, so they're whatever. We're beer ninjas. So they had an unveiling party at uh, Lewitt Brewing this Friday, which neither of us were able to attend. And I understand yeah. they un- unveiled an arcade cabinet at the same time. They did. And based on the fact that the the brew is now named Shadow Shinobi instead of Shadow Ninja, I would be willing to bet that the arcade cabinet is Shinobi by Sega. Probably. I mean, what else would it be? Tetris. That would make no sense. Mario. So anyway, they made a comic book that's really cool. It's actually a really good comic book. I think too. I might stop by the brewery and pick up a couple more. I gave the one that I got to Zach, and it's really cool. It's only like – did you read it, by the way? I did. Okay, good yes. job. That's the reason why I pulled it it's out. It's like the first comic book that Zach has read in like 20 years. I know. Um, but it's, Since a, cool, it's a cool little fictional story about um, the Shadow Ninja being accosted by this East Coast clan. and um, This fat, ugly clan. Like a kingpin knockoff. Yeah. 
and it's badass. Um, the art's really good. It's really good. Done by a local artist. Um, so name. you'll look it up. But um, so yeah, now Shadow Ninjas, now Shadow Shinobi. Um, same beer, same everything. Just the label's different, which means I get to make another cool label. But no more. Kyle Schold. Yeah, it's really cool. So I picked that up, and we went looking around town for the old Shadow Ninja bottles because now will be collector's edition. Yes, they will. So I found um, some at a grocery outlet, and I bought all of them. Yep. I gave roughly half to Zach. Roughly. A minus one. Of course, of course, I gave the bigger half to myself. Exactly. I didn't give them to him. I made him pay, but I did go get them for yep. him. Um, so we have some limited edition Shadow Ninjas for whenever we want to break those out. As I was um, say, but that's going to be like a rare occurrence. Well, I mean. I mean, I can still get a Shinobi, the, the but reality it's not the is, same. It really is. It's, it's just, not the same, dude. There's a Shinobi Nobi up on the bottle. I know you're going to keep at least one new in bottle because you're you. Yep. But And I'm hoping I can sell it for $100 or more. You might have to wait a while. That's fine. But you'll have to get that beer cooler. So, um, yeah. Long live Shadow Shinobi. And Long live Master Shinobi. The only other major thing of no Obi One Shinobi. <laughs> People at work because we have this beer on tap are weirded out by the name Shinobi. Like it's no big deal to me because I grew up with the game. Yeah. And why don't people like Shinobi? They have a hard time saying it, which I think is weird. That's weird. It's not that hard of a you word. Tell to them Sha fucking Nobi, Sha Nobi. Yeah, that wouldn't go over so well. Um, so the only other major thing I did of note this week was I went for a float, a sensory deprivation float. And um, I like to do that periodically. It's kind of a reset for my brain. You go to one of the local places. Um, the one I went to today, or not today, Wednesday, was um, I think it's called uh, Urban Float. Um, the other place I like to go to, I can't remember the name of it, so never mind, but it's on Hawthorne. So this one um, is a modern, very modern facility. They use manufactured pods. And inside these pods is about, I don't know, 12 to 18 inches of water maybe. Hmm. Not that deep. And so enough to drown in. Except you can't. Like, it would be really hard to drown in. I mean, you got to work for it, Tim, if you want to drown. You would have to go face down, and even then, I don't know, like, your body would naturally kind of want to roll over. It's very buoyant because hmm. they pour, like, 1,200 pounds of Epsom salt into this small amount of water. They but, change it every time? No. It's so salty, no bacteria can live in it. Like, you're fine. Like, you could get someone with all the most disgusting diseases you can think of. No bacteria or viruses are going to survive that. Super salt, AIDS, salt, Tim. Salty. No, AIDS is actually a pretty fragile virus. Not super AIDS. <laughs> they haven't discovered super AIDS yet. So anyway, you do shower before you go in. So any surface stuff is going to get washed off. Unless you poop. They do cycle and filter the water occasionally, but they don't change the water after every person, no. Um, so you're in this tank. Um, you close the lid. There's a light inside, so you can get yourself positioned. You turn off the light, so you're in complete darkness. The water's heated to about 93 degrees, so it's lower than your body temperature, but it's designed to be where it feels like it's your body temperature. So you're floating in water, You so basically you can't feel anything, and it's the same temperature as your body. You're floating in salt. You're floating in salt and water, and it's silent, mostly, because there's a lot of soundproofing. There's no light, so your body starts to freak out a little bit because there's no external stimuli. So the first 20 minutes, your brain is, like, spinning and spinning, like, it's just not used to no stimuli. So there's a bit of, like, 
You start having psychopathic thoughts. You well, it's kind of like hide the body. It's sort of like when you're trying to sleep and you just can't stop thinking about shit. Okay, but that times two. Like okay. your brain's a little bit in overdrive. Like, no, no, I got blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's very chatty. And you just got to like ride that part out. And once you get past that, you reach this kind of zen moment. And Zach's phone's going off. I'm ruining my zen moment, dude. Sorry. Um, and so like the last bit of your session, this current one was 60 minutes. I've gone for 90 minutes before. There's some people that rent um, the Hawthorne one for overnight and basically sleep in there. And that would be amazing. What? No. Yeah. I'd come out and be like, all right, who's going to die tonight? Well, you're just weird. Um, so it's like a hard reset for my brain. It, it really chills me out. Um, something I like to do for myself every now and then. And it was cool. I did it. Floated, floated in space. How much does it cost? I mean, I'd like to know how much it costs for me to unlock my inner psycho. Um, it's typically around $60. <sighs> for 60 minutes? I get a buck mm-hmm. a minute? Yeah. Oh, well, shit. at the Hawthorne one. I mean, I got one, a bathtub. I, the Hawthorne one, I feel like you get like 90 minutes for 65 or 70. Okay. They run specials every now and then, um, which is typically what I do. Like nice. the, I bought a three float package for 99, for example. Oh, nice. And this float that I just did was because I got an email saying, Hey, for your birthday, we'll give you a float for 35. So. Oh, that's cool. So I actually haven't spent more than 35 at that particular spot. Nice. So yeah, it's worth it for me. It's definitely an extravagance in a way. Um, but. Really, what price can you put on sanity, Zach? Insanity, Tim. Well, you want insanity. I know, I do. So, what have you been doing this week? Um, working quite a bit. Speaking of insanity. Yep. Um, and then Austin, like last night, my little guy was like, "Fuck you guys, I'm gonna roll over." So yes. now he's like starting to like learn how to roll over and shit. Is that like the only way he can move around? Yeah. So. No, he like does like a weird like crawl thing, like a seal. Like he has his arms down and he just like kicks his way like across the floor. Hmm. It's kind of weird, but it's kind of cool. Um, so he's moving a lot more. And then, so today when I got home, he was like right on the couch and he did like one big roll and like fell off the couch, but I was there to catch him. So he, like, I let him drop for a second and his face was like, <gasps> and he just started smiling. And I was like, all right, well, that kid's a psychopath. That's great. I mean, what do so, you expect really? I know. So, and then along with that, um, we might be moving. Yeah, I think you're insane. Yeah, I do too. Okay. I know that there's a particular floor model, like your wife has her like heart set on it. That's, yep. That's kind of dangerous in a way because then the, the house people have like, they they have you by the balls because like that's the one you want. I mean, there's two It doesn't give you flexibility. I think that if we could find one similar floor plan, mm-hmm. that'd be fine. I'm gonna I also ha- worry about the timing for you. I know, me too. But... We'll see. Yep. We'll figure it out. Yep. Cut all costs. Turn off the electricity. We'll be fine. <laughs> Plug and play from the dark room. Yeah. Say goodbye to these videos. Yeah. Exactly. Where it can be audio only. This people. is a new video. Yeah. <laughs> no. Blackness. More. No more video. Um. Yeah. So we'll see. Not everything's done and said yet. Um. But honestly, thinking about staying here and then having the things that we have to do, like hook up the public sewage. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like probably about $16,000. And by the way, driving to your house today was like going through a dirt rally. No shit. What are they doing? Ripping out all the roads that fucking run pipes for public sewage to come in. So there's a bunch of shit rolling there's around? There's a bunch of shit rolling around. Like the if one I come g- to your house next time and there's like a shit fountain, I'm just going to turn around and go back home. <laughs> we can do this over Skype. Yeah, fuck it. This is Skype. This is a Skype week, Zach. 
Um, new siding on the house, new windows, um, closing off and actually getting rid of the old septic tank. So things like that. A lot if of I, stuff involving shit, I'm noticing. Yeah. So if I do all that shit, then I'm basically paying the same amount as a new mortgage because hmm. I'd have to take out an equity loan. Hmm. And right now, rates are the same as my current loan. Gotcha. So it was kind of like, well, it's kind of a shit show time to do it when things are so up in the air. But I uh, think we're just going to see where the cards fall. And if it's meant to be, it'll be. And if it's not, it won't. So... Um, we've got to budget it out to where we can afford to do it. <coughs> oh, that was loud and HD crystal clear. Yeah. I think I got a couple more in me. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. So that was this week, but not to be a downer, we might have a new plug and play headquarters, which would be pretty cool. So moving. Yeah, we mo- could use a, we could use a studio space for sure. A little bit better. Yeah. So, uh, video games, Tim. Well, I mean, mostly Legend of Zelda. Okay. Breath of the Wild. Um, I'm almost wondering if I should pause just so I can play other games. Like, I'm sort of sad. No. No. Mass Effect Andromeda. No, that game, you, know, you want to watch the funky flip reads and That's shit? not the, all of the game, though. There's lots of exterior shots that look pretty cool. Oh, is there? Mm-hmm. There is. They're not showing you that in those videos. Um, but I also played a lot with my kid, um, Blaster Master Zero, this week. because um, That's a Switch game, too, right? It is. Um, and I think I've talked about it before. I believe you did once. It's a really cool way to sort of introduce my son to, it's not a true like 8-bit game because it was developed recently, but it's based on an 8-bit game. It's based on an original NES classic Blaster Master and it's very true to the source. Um, but there's lots of quality of life improvements. There's a map that's really good. Um, like things have just been improved from the original. Okay. And what's cool about it is he can control a little cursor. Um, that can shoot enemies and also drop health items for me occasionally. Oh, you did talk about this one. Um, so we've been going through like a level per play session and we're now through, uh, three or four levels. So I feel like we're probably halfway through and it's a really cool game to play with him. So the dialogue is really simple. So he can actually read the text box and he's like, if he gets to feel like a hero when we do a boss battle, cause he can shoot the boss. And That's get, super cool. Like, I'll help you dad. Do you need some health? Dad, I'll get you some health dad. And um, it really makes wants to be, makes me want to look for um, cooperative games to play in the future, like maybe some Diablo. Or I did that with a little with my daughter, but we sort of dropped off. Um, yeah. But my son has really been, I feel like, trying to find something that you guys can do that we can do. And I have a lot more things I do with my daughter because she's nerdy, more nerdy, like you, nerdier and geekier like me. He's more outgoing and social and into drama and things like that that I'm not quite as into. Yeah. But he does like the game, so hopefully this will be something going forward we can... So I highly recommend um, Blaster Master Zero if you have a little kid. Um, it's just really cool to play along with him. I'm going to have to pick that up. See, my kid likes um, it. It's probably a little young for that. Uh, damn. But I'm I'm very... I think it was 10 bucks, and I'm I'm super happy with that as a purchase. Yeah. Um, so I... And people are complaining about not having games for the Switch. But right now I have... What I consider three pretty good games, so... And Project Ukulele is about to hit next month, or this month. Is it on Switch as well? Yeah, it's coming out on the Switch. It cool. canceled it for a Wii U. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, but people backed it for the Wii U. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I, but as a business decision, I can't argue with that. Yeah, no. I, I think they're taking care of the backers, right? Like giving them Yeah, they refunded them, or allowed them to switch to a different platform. I think they had to do that. But they didn't give us Switch as an option, so... Oh, bummer. Yeah. 
so yeah, that's all I've been playing. Um, in Zelda, I'm kind of doing a lot of random things right now. Um, I found this island where if, when you land on it, it takes away all your items, like everything. What? You're basically just in your shorts, and it says to get off the island, you have to collect three orbs. And so you, you know, start with trying to find sticks, and then from sticks you knock out some moblins or whatever the hell they're called and get their spears. Yeah. And then there's a bigger monster, too, that took down some of his health, but he was like, it was one of the giant troll things, mm-hmm. and he was coming after me, and I'm like, nah, I just... So you don't have, like, any of your powers, like the bombs, you nothing? You do have their bombs. That's a weird thing. That is weird. Bombs and stasis, but you don't have any arrows, potions, nothing. And he gets it all back once you leave the island. I don't know. So they say. I eventually died. And when you die, you're not on the island. You're at the last spot you were before that. So. Oh, shit. You don't have anything? No. Well, no, 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 no. You got all your stuff back. It's like that never happened. Oh, okay. So I could fly back there and do it again, but. Huh. Yeah. Well, I took down one of the giant beasts. So you asked me a question that I didn't know the answer to. Do you know the answer now? Is that what the dungeon is? I don't know if that's a dungeon. I I don't think that's a dungeon. I'd hope not. It took me about an hour, and that was because I was being stupid. It was really cool, but though. It was just a fight, right? Or was no. there traversal involved? It was traversal. Hmm. Okay. And I was like flying above the ground, so if you screwed up on something, and like at the spoilers, you get control of the wings as you slowly make your way across. I like can make it like tilt to the left or to the right, or hmm. and that affected how I could do puzzles. Hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, if if the shrines are the only dungeon kind of part, I'll be a little sad. Yeah, I, I'm hoping the giant beasts aren't dungeons, but they said there's only like four dungeons and there's four beasts, so... Right. So you defeated the beast? I defeated one. So what... So nothing else unlocked after you defeated the beast? Well, it did something. But I guess what I'm getting at is it didn't unlock the dungeon. No. Yep. Not as far as I can tell. All right. So, hmm. yeah, it did perch itself upon a post. Mm-hmm. All right. That's about it. Okay. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it's fun. Um, and then I snuck into a women only village. So. Is that why um, I see pictures of Link wearing like a harem outfit? Yep. Cool. You have to cross dress. So, um, I did that and now I'm on my. Hunt for the second beast. Um, I also found a bowling game and figured out a way to get unlimited rubies. You have to show me what part of the map that's at. So uh, there's one spot that you can stand. Actually, there's a couple now looking more into it online. There's one spot that I found where I could stand, and like four times out of five, I could get a strike, and it gives you 300 rubies on a strike. Nice. And it only costs 20 to play. Nice. So, I have like 10,000 rubies now. Oh, that reminds me. There was one thing I was doing with rubies. My house. Mm-hmm. You can upgrade it. Oh. So, I... I still haven't found that town. Where the hell you told me to? Where... You have to show me. I should have brought my switch. Um, I don't know if I remember from memory, honestly. Okay. So, the the guy that you, that sold you the house, he's still hanging out in a fire near it. And you could pay him to, like... I didn't realize, but your house doesn't have a door. You pay him a hundred for a door, 
What? Pay him a hundred for a bed, which is actually cool because then he could sleep in it. Oh, not, that's cool. Is it a to... comfy bed? Not a comfy bed. Ah, damn. What does a comfy bed give you? I think more hearts and better stamina or something. Okay. Um, but you can sleep in your bed. Um, it gives you, you can plant trees and flowers, which is random, but you can also put in more, um, weapon displays oh, and that's cool. shield displays and, and bow displays. Oh, nice. So in your house, you could, uh, this is all spoilers, I guess, but it's not really story here. Um, you could display three, you could have three backup bows, three backup weapons, three backup that's cool. shields. So like if you got a cool guardian shield or something and you didn't want to carry it around for the moment, you could go store it at your house. Nice. So that's pretty cool. Or you could drop it in your house. Maybe it would stay there. Mm, it might disappear after a while. I kind of feel like it would disappear. Okay. So, I guess further spoilers. One of the guys that was at the house when you when I first bought it, he went north to do some other construction project. Okay. And I followed him, and he's starting up a brand new village. Oh, Jesus. So, there's quests that I have to do to help him build that village, and that's pretty cool. But the village itself is really awesome because it's built on like this, um, I don't even know what you'd call it. It's like a raised platform, like a cliff. Like a plateau? Like a plateau, but like just one entry point to it. Oh, that's cool. So it's raised up. It looks really cool. Hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to help build a new village. Sweet. So, yeah, there's lots to do in this game. That's awesome. Um, are you ready to do some tech talk? Yeah, let's talk about um, how we're recording, because it's kind of weird. So, uh, we... Well, this is even weirder than we thought it was going to be. It's really strange. Yeah. I don't think anyone else in the world is recording, recording a like podcast this. the way we are right now. I don't think so. Um, so, we bought new... They're not condenser. They are... Dynamic. Dynamic range microphones. With XLR... With XLR output. But they also have USB. So they do. when we do Skype, we can still use these. Exactly. Um, so they're multifunctional mics. And they are the Audio Technica um, ATR2100, I believe. In glory so we have those XLR'd into our brand new Tascam DR40 linear PCM recorder, which we used Hambones last year at PAX. West. Um, we will continue to use a PAX, and now we will have more professional microphones to shove into people's face. Exactly. As opposed to just shoving this thing that looks like a like a Star Taser. Trek phaser or something. Yeah. So we are XLRing into that. That has an audio out function. We are audio outing that to our HD Canon camera that we are waving everybody on YouTube right now. Um, which is now registering our microphones instead of its built-in microphones, um, which then we have an audio out jack from that split in the two lines, which are feeding into our headsets. Mm -hmm. So it's a whole triangle, quadruple trifecta of clusterfuckness. But uh, this is week one. and We need bigger cables because we're really uh... – because We're very I, close. We are. Because my headset will only go so far. And so will mine. I think actually I have a headset with a longer um, cable. Hmm. I'll have to look into that. But yeah, uh, it sounds a lot crisper on our test runs. Hopefully what you're listening to now sounds crisp. Exactly. You can hear Zach yawning, which yeah. he does a lot. Yeah. 
and me coughing. And, and uh, I just remember there's an off switch here, so if we have that, we can always just. And then... But then you'd still pick up on my mic. Maybe. I think you would. I mean, I might pick up on your mic. Who knows? So, yeah, that's our tech talk for the week. Awesome. Well, hopefully you guys will uh, see a crisper, clearer HD quality sound coming from us in the near future. And just to celebrate this, Tim, why should they like us and rate us on iTunes? Well, if you like us and rate us on iTunes, you too can be involved in the spaghetti-like complex network of cables when you wake up in the morning running from your toes to the bathroom, which will drag you into your shower and forcefully shower you just because you like to spray it on iTunes. It's a magical thing. Awesome. We'll be right back, guys, after this musical commercial musical break thing, the thing where people talk, and yeah, we'll be right back. There's a whole bunch of podcasts out there. You're not getting to listen to all of them. Join me, your Uncle Blake. And let me be your podcast Sherpa with the Earwash Show. I'll present a different podcast on each episode for your consideration. If you decide you like it, hey, give it a download. If not, well, I'll try again on the next episode. Besides my favorites and Apple's top picks, I want to hear what your favorites are so we can share them with the rest of the world. So send your favorites to earwashshow at gmail.com. Again, that's earwashshow at gmail.com. And let's get the good word out. Hey guys, and we are back. Tasty treat number two in hand. To start us off, we had the... Nashimini? Creek County Line IPA, brought to us by Michael from ASAPodcasting.com. It's quite good. But now we're going to enjoy a local brew, Backwoods Brewing, um, just up the road on Highway 14 uh, in Carson. Tim's going to whack me outside the head with that. Kind of like what people do with like a 9 millimeter and they crack I've got people the open and kill them. And I'm holding it like the wrong way. Um, no, you're holding it in the right way. The right way to kill. Because yeah, I think exactly. this is actually heavy enough. No shit. You, you could, I mean, you could oh, probably cave someone's skull. Dude. What? We could be the Capricorn Killers. <laughs> no, no, let's not do that. <laughs> Can we get some more of this shit? Let's drink this beer instead. So this is, like I said, from Backwoods Brewing. It's Imperial Maple Porter. It's uh, What's up? We're the Capricorn Killers from Backwoods. 7% alcohol, <laughs> 20 IBUs, um, brewed with maple syrup, and like I said, brewed and bottled in Backwood Brewing, Carson, Washington. All right, so let's crack this baby open. We've got a 22 ounce here. That might have been the best sounding crack we've ever had. No, let's hear it pour. Might be the best tasting crack we've ever had, too. We don't drink crack. That's right, we smoke it. I hope Trump's listening to this because, you know, now we're not safe on the internet. We're not Fox and Friends, so we're probably safe. But we're the Capricorn Killers. Trying to make it fair. Say, so just don't drip beer on your new mic. I don't care about that. I'll just change out the mic. Condom. Cover. Condom, sure. Dun, dun, dun. All right. That's as fair as it's going to get. Nice little head on it. Love that one. I got Michelangelo. You got Bazinga. Cheers. Mm. Oh, that is really good. It's a bit sweet, but I like it. It's smooth. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, by the way, my phone's not working now. Awesome. I mean, even more. Watch. It's like you hit this center button. Oh, it worked that time. Never mind. Yeah. You're watching. <laughs> so I just need to watch you the whole time and your phone will work for you? Yep. 
All right. You ready to kick it? Yeah, I'm ready to kick it. Kick it over there, Kappa Gun Killer. All right, so I got I got a weird one. Um, I kept looking at other Kickstarters, and I kept coming back to this one. Um, just because it's it's different. Um, I guess I'll just let the uh, developer talk about it for a bit. Okay. Det första liksom jag huskar det var liksom det att det, ja vi blev kvitt tysken men eh, vackra dem må vi ta oss då. Det satt jag också hört på själv att komma igen tungan till Skottlandet så ska vi ha god av och Hi, I'm Elin. And I'm Katarina. We are Norwegian game developers. And we're making a game called My Child Lebensborn. It's a story-based nurture game where you play as the ward of a seven-year-old child whose father was a German soldier during the Second World War. You have to balance time and money while at the same time taking care of the emotional needs of the child. The game is really a mix of genres. It's a uh, emotional survival game where you get to experience what it's like for a kid to grow up in a hateful society. Here in Norway, even 75 years after World War II, there is still hatred in society that isn't talked about. The children born during World War II with enemy soldiers as fathers were abused here in Norway, being hated for their genes. These were our kids, but when we looked at them, we only saw symbols of the enemy. These kids and their children still today get to hear that they shouldn't have been born, that they don't belong. We want to do something about this. We are making an immersive and challenging game that will let people understand more about the mechanics of hatred by experiencing the challenging situation of these children. We are using the nurture genre in a new way, working to make the child come alive. The child has personality, feelings and worldviews. These views and feelings are influenced by the player. We use dialogue and emotions unique to the situation. The child's expression will let the player see the weight of their influence, making playthroughs different from person to person. The nurture elements are combined with an unfolding storyline. Faced with bullying, abuse and isolation, you have to be the one to help the child make sense of the world. Your care and small gestures will mean a lot. We want to create a game that engages and surprises. We want to make you smile, to make you cry, and to challenge you. We want to share the cruelty of these experiences and to inspire you to take action, to care. We're working with Norwegian Lebensborn children from World War II, and what you experience in the game is based on their stories. And there are children born of enemy soldiers in all conflicts, and most of them are facing the same challenge. The game is in development. We aim to finish Spring 2017 with the release later this year. So we need your help to complete the game and get the word out there. We need funding for marketing and polishing. And we need ambassadors like you to share the game and to create awareness.
So as you just heard, it's a story-driven nurture game. And when I say nurture game, I, I'm thinking like games like Tamagotchi, where you have something you're trying to grow and nurture. Yeah. Um, but what's different about this, instead of a weird alien you're trying to grow, you're trying to take care of this uh, boy in World War II time whose father is a Nazi soldier. So would you... And the whole point of the game is like, People hate this kid through no fault of his own, but because of who his father is. And it doesn't say whether he was in a loving relationship with the mother or if it was one of those war situations where we're talking like raping this and This kind of reminds me of the Black Sacrament. The what? The Black Sacrament. It says, Sweet mother, sweet mother, send your child unto me, for the sins of the unworthy must be t- baptized in blood and fear. I don't think that's where this game is going with that. <laughs> oh. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so this game is being developed in Oslo, Norway. Um, they are asking for uh, 11000 converted from whatever currency they're using, $11,779. Um, they are, looks like about two-thirds there with 8795 207 backers, 19 days to go. Um, yeah, I'm aware of the Dark Brotherhood. <laughs> I, I played Skyrim. Um, I look forward to hearing about your next, per- next person you murder. Um, I mean, if... No one nurtures this kid. That's absolutely how it's going to turn out. Oh, shit. That's the end game. If you don't nurture this kid, he was on a killing spree. So the Nurture base, the shit out of this kid. The base level is $1. Um, it's called Warm Heart. It's just basically a thank you for uh, supporting. Aww. Uh, game fan level, about $10 US. We'll get the game, three digital wallpapers, and a digital button design with uh, Hatred Stops With Me. Uh, friendly Bundle gets two games, $25. And moving on up to the biggest level they have. Scrolling, 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 scrolling. Wow, there's a lot of big levels, actually. Three left of three. We have the Indie Heart and Bastard, approximately 2,500 USD. Holy shit. We are truly humbled by your generosity. You get to design an activity for Karen or Klaus with us, with us a Skype call with lead uh, game designer, as well as credits as a contributing designer together with the team. You also get the full Heart of Gold tier, as well as developer playthrough and feedback sessions. Um, there, there's a huge list. Do you want me to read it all? No, I mean, you can if you want. I read that one that was really long. If you'd like to, go for it. Um, sure. You get our heartfelt thanks for your support. Sign up for email updates, three digital copies of the game, a digital button, three digital wallpapers, digital book making of your personal greeting to the Lebensborn, beta access to the game, five different buttons, our tote bag, the hatred stops with me, fridge magnet, a signed mini poster, a physical game with game card, buttons and stickers, print and signed book, the making of our unique artwork signed and numbered, our unique limited gold heart, a drawing of you with Karen or Claus, developer playthrough and feedback sessions, create an item in the game, Skype call with lead game designer team, design an activity for Karen or Claus, your name in the credits, courtesy reading designer. Here's for only $2,500. So um, it looks like a really interesting mobile game. I don't think I've seen anything quite like it. Um, no, I um, haven't. I mean, I do feel bad for these kids. Like, they grow up and everybody hates them because the, the, the countries they're in, this in this case Norway, like, the country just got taken over by Nazis and everybody hates the Nazis. And then this poor kid's father is a Nazi and they're like, you know, you suck. You shouldn't have been born. And so that puts the kid in a tough spot. Like, how is he going to grow Hashtag up? Hashtag not my Nazi. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> check out My Child Leibniz Born if it appeals to you. 
Um, definitely a unique project. Something you'd probably only find on Kickstarter. I mean, I can't imagine pitching this game to a traditional game studio. They walk in the Ubisoft. Hey, so we got this idea about a Nazi, and they're like, "I'm interested. Go on." Well, it's about his son. Nope, never mind. It's not about the actual Nazi himself, so you need to get out of here. Right. So, what's your kick at? Do you get warm in bed, Tim? I mean, that's kind of personal. I mean, like, I sweat, like, in bed. Like, last night, whew, fuck, I was hot. Like, it's just, like, I just burn up. Mm-hmm. Do, do, you, do you burn up in bed, Tim? No. Well, that's fucked up. So you get, you get hot in bed. I get hot in bed. Hot and steamy in bed. So what do you do about that? Well, I usually just, like, cry about it. Grab a cold, tasty beer is what I want to do. <laughs> that works, too. But I got the B-Fan the for what? a cooler. The B-Fan. The B a B-Fan? Beep, 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 Tell me about the B-Fan. It, oh, I wasn't done singing my B song yet. I know how long that song is. We got we got things to do. With people okay, well, people our, to see. In places to cool. So the B fan is a cooler, more restful night of sleep. So I'm gonna go ahead and let them talk about it. Many people may not realize it, but quality sleep is key to a healthy life. For example, prevention of metabolic diseases, increased cognitive processes, promotion of anti-aging hormones combating cancer, and much more. The key to quality sleep is temperature. These facts are what led us to develop the B-Fan. Utilizing convection, the most effective means for cooling your bed and your body, you are able to drift into a deep, rejuvenating sleep and stay there without interruption. Hi, I'm Kurt Tompkins, inventor of the B-Fan. Did you know that most people don't realize that they are sleep deprived? Some simple signs of sleep deprivation are feeling sluggish, irritability, anxiety, slow reaction time, difficulty controlling emotions, as well as people saying you just look tired. Signs that the B-Fan can help are tossing and turning, kicking off your covers, or even sweating at night. People that are sleep deprived due to temperature will cycle from REM sleep to deep sleep several times during the night, never really staying in the deep sleep zone long enough to receive the benefits of deep sleep. With the B-Fan, you will gently slip into a deep sleep that rewards your body with rest and rejuvenation. The B-Fan combats temperature swings that rob you of the quality sleep your body needs. The B-Fan is very simple to install. Once you have it in place at the foot of your bed, you simply cover it with your top sheet, tuck it in, and replace your comforter. From there, you turn it on and enjoy a gentle, quiet breeze between your sheets. This breeze will cool your body and your bed at the same time. It makes no difference as to why you are a hot sleeper. We can help. And if you are looking to cut back on your energy cost, we can help there as well. According to the U.S. Department of Energy, raising your thermostat 5 to 8 degrees during the summer can return as much as 30% savings on your summer cooling cost. The B-Fan allows you to do this and still maintain a deep, comfortable sleep. Rest assured, once you use the B-Fan, you won't know how you ever slept without it. Thank you. So, the body extends from 19 inches to 37 inches tall. Oh, yeah. Aw, yeah. For her pleasure. Um, It can either stick out from underneath the bed or it can go in the bed. The base of it, that is. Just the Uh, base. Just the base. Not the tip. So, would you say this product really blows? I mean, it really... I mean... Oh, Tim. What? Dude, you get like fart underneath the sheets. 
trap your wife and then have it been blown up into her face. Yes. <laughs> yes. So this just like blows on your feet and keeps them cool? Well, it blows on your feet and then up your body and out the top. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine the sheets like rippling in the wind <laughs> as I'm trying to sleep. It sounds annoying to me. I gotta learn not to hit my microphone every time I move my arms. The B fan. The B fan. So they are looking for $50,000. Apparently, 1,742 backers thought it was a good fucking idea, Tim. Mm -hmm. Because they have $173,153. How much does a B fan cost? B fans, glad that you asked. $85 in Kickstarter Green. Get you the very early backers. Get you B fan. Those are. 60, oh, I think you can back at any fucking level you want. There is no cap on that. So $85. Uh, it's going to be expected to retail for 150 If you want more than one B-Fan, all you have to do is pledge multiples of $85. For example, if you want two, just back at $170. So if you want two for your bed, just back at $170 and let it blow your mind. <laughs> Jumping down to the very most expensive. Oh, they had one. Uh, backers, one plus B fan, $75. Um, $3,000 gets you the mega backer. As a mega backer, you'll get the very. You will get two of the very first B fans when they are ready. You receive an, a San Antonio holiday vacation. You will get two night hotel on the Riverwalk. We also treat you to dinner on the Riverwalk with our team. You will visit the production facility and meet our production team. Your name will be listed on the site as one of our mega backers. You know what? They never said airfare was not included. So I assume that for three thousand dollars you get flown to San Antonio. They didn't make that uh that exclusion that most do. So uh I mean If you want a trip to San Antonio, we can back at a level. This suck 2020 if you, suck if you live there. That would really suck. So, anyways, guys, um, that is the beep 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 beep, beep fan. All right, let's move on to game industry news. All right, Tim. So, Twitch is going to start selling video games this week. Um, they're going to start selling PC games and other in-game content um, on its site. The company says. Twitch moved to became a game retailer was announced earlier this year, um, and now it's about to happen. So, unlike traditional online retailers, Twitch offers several incentives to encourage Twitch users to buy from its site. Game buyers will receive a free Twitch crate, which uh, includes like emotes and um, uh, other streaming tools, chat badges, bits for cheering. These Twitch crates will be um, given to anyone who purchases games uh, or other content over $5. Hmm. At launch, it'll be about 50 titles, including uh, Ubisoft's For Honor, Tom Cancel's Ghost Recon, Wildlands, Telltale's The Walking Dead, Minecraft Story Mode, Hyra's... Which one? Studio Smite, Paladins, um, which is big on the button smashers right now. Um, They'd be butt smashing that one. Jackbox Party Pack 3, uh, a bunch of other games. It's so hot on their site, they need a B-Fan to cool it down. I'm not thrilled about yet another game retailer like no i'm not either this is one more damn icon on my on dude my like this is just getting ridiculous okay so like You're steam you got you go origin. like console so steam origin ubisoft we agree those are top three steam origin ubisoft uh and there's you play well you plays ubisoft 
Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, sorry. I didn't call it the you right play. name. Sorry. Um, Steam so Epic Origin, Games, you Epic play. Games now has their own launcher. Good old games. You had GOG. Um, Steam. I said Steam. Microsoft. Oh, yeah. Microsoft Windows Store. What else? There's got to be another one. Uh, there's some like, other ones that are strictly only for indie, but I can't remember what the names are. Right. So I guess too mixed, many. if you're big into streaming, I could see where this might have some advantages. Like some games integrate, integrate like like gameplay things within streaming. Like you can, if people tap a certain button, things will pop up in your game and stuff like that. But I guess I'm just not super thrilled about this in general. Neither am I. I think I actually have this service on my PC because they gave away Bonner Saga. So I'm already uh, into the damn ecosystem. See, and I have that with Amazon Prime, but I've never picked anything up because I don't want to have that shit on my desktop. Yeah, I can't blame you. Banner Saga is pretty cool. Um, so, speaking of news that bums me out, um, a Switch game is, is pissing people off. Uh-oh. The cartridge version of Lego City Undercover. Tastes like shit. No. Guess again. Well, it might taste like shit. Have people done taste tests yet? So, even though you have a physical copy of Lego City Undercover for the Switch. Yeah, they download it all. No, 13 gigs. 13 gigs. Yeah, the download 13 gigs? 13 gigs. What? And this is the physical copy we're talking about, not the download copy. Holy shit. So, like, you ha- I mean, that's a lot. That's a ton. Especially on that little Even if you tiny... just bought, like, a 64 gig card, that's going to take You can't a- put games on the cards. You sure? Maybe, oh, no, you can't put save data on the cards. Never mind. My bad. I don't know. It's confusing. Um, but it- 13 gigs is a lot. Um just for one game. for I mean, that's the whole point of having a cartridge. That's like the size of Zelda. Like, I would expect some update stuff, like maybe like the one to two gig range, but that's just ridiculous. And so I hope that's not a, a thing that continues for the Switch. That's stupid. And I don't understand why you can't just make a bigger cartridge, because if it's like flash memory, you just spend a little more and get more storage. Probably because then they don't want to pay for... So they're cheap. Yeah. You're right. Anyway, screw you, Lego. Dimensions. Fuck you guys. Um, and then there's rumors this week that uh, Call of Duty will be heading back to World War II, which is where it all started. Yes, it is. Um, it's bringing it right back around your Kickstarter, Tim. Well, this is about killing Nazis, not nurturing the oh, offspring of Nazis. Gotcha. Okay. Um, kind so of same thing. There's not much to go on other than like random, I think, screenshots or leaks. Um, leaks. I'm not even sure what the leaks look like, but that's the rumor anyway. Hmm. So, what do you think about like coming like? All the future stuff we've had recently going way back to the past. I'm like, not a big fan. Just don't even care about the... No. Well, oh, wait. You mean for like World War Two? No, I'd do it. All right. Yeah. Battlefield 1 or Battlefield whatever the one that just came out looked really cool to me. Okay. So. So, speaking of uh, shooter sequels. Yeah. This week, a big announcement that... Destiny 2, baby. Surprised absolutely no one. That's a, that's it. There's like They announced it's happening. And they also announced your characters from Destiny 1 do not transfer over. Well, yeah. If it's a true sequel, like you're going to probably build everything. But it's an MMO. So it's like people have spent like hundreds and hundreds of hours in this game. And all that's down the drain. Yeah. Normally MMOs don't do that. Normally they build upon it. Mm. So... I tried Destiny out. It wasn't for me. I don't know. I I have Destiny, but uh, I don't have PlayStation Live, so. Gotcha. I, I, yeah, don't care. Yeah, me either. Ready to go over to game releases? Yes. Monday, March 27th. Monday, Monday, Monday. Fatal Fury 
Battle Archives, Volume 2, PS2 Collection, Classics. Tuesday, March 28th, Dark Souls 3, The Ringed City, DLC, PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Final Fantasy 15, Episodes, Gladio DOC, DLC, DLC. I gotta I got learn how to punctuate. No, that's the whole, the best part of this is you can. PS4, Xbox One, Destiny, Rise of Iron, Age of Triumph, Content Update. PS4, Xbox One, Kingdom Hearts, HD, like this podcast, 1.5 plus 2.5, remix, PS4. Oh, wait, I, was that all part of, King, is, is that literally Kingdom Hearts, HD, 1.5 plus 2.5, remix? That's yeah. not, said what? That's just- Fucking that game's name is Kingdom stupid. Hearts have really random names. That is MLB The Show 17 PS4. I think that this has a mode where you can play everything where it looks all 8-bit. It does. It's a Ken Griffey Jr. edition. Cool. Rain World Mac, PC, and PS4. Got to see a demo of that at PAX. And- Did you? Yeah, it looks hard. You're like this little cat slug and everything wants to kill you. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Salt and Sanctuary coming to the Vita. I hear a lot of buzz about this game, but I honestly don't know what it's about. Neither do I. Maybe you're a slug and you're looking for Sanctuary and somebody above you is dropping salt. That would suck. No shit. Vikings, Wolves of Midgard. That's a cool name. It is. PC, PS4, Xbox One. The Walking Dead, A New Frontier, Episode 3, Above the Law, PC, PS4, Xbox One. I'm just going to pause and say that you're only halfway through the list of this week. Jesus Christ. PS4. That would be a cool release. That would be <laughs> PS4 exclusive. <laughs> Xbox One, you're going to hell. <laughs> Anaxenia Fmia. Anaxemia? Yeah, sure. Why not? PS4. Is that a word? Or is that just something they made up? I think somebody just like fell asleep on the keyboard. Anaxemia. Yep. Mm, I'm going to look that up while you're talking. Ballistic Overkill. PC. I'm sure that's a nurture title, too. I'm sure it is. Fated. The Silent Oath. PSVR. Has Been Heroes. Kind of like that child's dad. PC. PS4. And Nintendo Switch. All right, you ready for your plug-and-play vac- uh, vocabulary word of the day? What is anexiomia? Anoxemia. What the hell is that? Anoxemia is a deficiency of oxygen in the arterial blood. You got no oxygen in your brain, motherfucker. <laughs> You're about to die. That's the game. <laughs> <sighs> That's the reason why you was a has-been hero. Heroes of the Monkey Tavern. (laughs) PS4. What? I want to play that game. Horse Racing 2K16. PS4. Tim, you got to get that. I I think I'll pass. Thanks. Corix. PSVR. I'm kind of intrigued by that because I got to play the demo to PAX. Narcosis. It looks like if Tron was a tower defense game. That's cool. Narcosis, PC, HTC Vibe, Oculus Rift. Nightmares from the Deep 2. Didn't know there was a first one. The Siren's Call, PS4. 
Old Time Hockey, PC, PS4, RBI Baseball, 17, PS4. We are the Dwarves, <laughs> PS4. Is that like... Oh, wow. That's like... You guys are being really derogatory against yourselves. Dwarves, just call yourself little people or something. Snake Pass, PC, PS4, Switch, Xbox One. Is that the first Switch title on this list? No, second. Okay. Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life Special Edition. Did you play Harvest Moon games? I love Harvest Moon games. Did you play this one? I believe so. Cool. PS2 Classic. Speaking of which, I believe we have something about that up on the Bun Smashers. No? Yes? I don't remember. If no you say idea. so. Thursday, March 30th, Tim Thimbleweed Park, which is like Lincoln Park, but with a thimbleweed instead. Linux, Max, PC, and Xbox One, and I know that has nothing to do with Lincoln Park. <laughs> Wonder Boy Returns. Didn't know he left. PS4. Friday, March 31st, APB Reloaded, PS4. Punch Club, PS4, which is by our friends of our tiny build games. Yep. Fun game. Sky Keepers, PS4. And also, did you hear the Nokia's bringing back their goddamn brick phones? What? Yeah. Why? Because people like, it's a retro telephone. It has like no, uh, I think it has apps on it, but it has like a black screen again on it, only no color. I believe. I might be wrong on so this So is one. it not a true reissue? Like they've faked the screen out? I'm not sure, but it looks just like the old ones. I mean, those And they're bringing back Snake 2. <laughs> How do you improve on Snake? You add two. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Snake 2 coming out soon. Yeah. Check your local Nokia brick phone. Ah, yeah. All right, guys, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Probably more Nokia brick phone games being sold than Wii U games. That off to do it for this week, guys. Check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show, Twitter and Instagram over at plug and play cast, youtube.com forward slash plug and play gamer, which if you guys are checking us out, leave us a comment about this weird fucking ghetto setup that we got going on because I think it sounds pretty good. I think it sounds good. It's probably going to look really weird in the video. <laughs> probably going to look really like Tim and I are like hugging each other. It's weird. I know. There's a really long hug. Like, it's like really. Like, and we, this is the closest we've ever been, except hour. for at PAX. Yeah. Boom. Well, everybody's. Squished with everybody at PAX. I'm at nighttime, but just okay. We don't got to talk about it. You're going to delete that part, right? Yeah, exactly. So uh, check us out. Leave us a comment. And if not, read us and review us on iTunes. And we'll be back next week, guys, on episode 137. Don't forget to. Oh, wait. Hold on. You guys can check us out at thebuntsmashers.com and plugandplayshow.com or plugandplaygamer.com Jesus Christ get it right get it right man plugandplaycast.com plugandplaygamer.com plugandplayproductions.com thebuttonsmasters.com until next week don't forget to prime and shine